You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. All right, uh, Pete DeVest is here. Good morning, Pete. Morning, Declan. Uh, from um, the um, Bray Vet, which is on Old Connor in Bray, and they have uh, a veterinary practice there. They also have a sort of a cattery there, and you launched an old book there, your help launch yeah, one. Well, we, it's not actually a cattery we have, it's a cats-only clinic. So it's a, cats only cl- it's a section yeah. of our clinic that's right. dedicated to cats, so there's a, a waiting room where dogs aren't allowed, it's cats-only, and it's kind of a chilled-out place. Cats can get out of their carrier and wander around and scratch their claws on a on a scratching post and just chill out generally. Anyway, so last last night we, we used the, the space that we have there to launch an appropriate book called The New Cat. And it's been li- written by a local author, Carmel Kelly. Uh, um, and it's basically a, a rhyming story um, about... Um, uh, an uninvited guest who arrives in some, outside somebody's back door and it soon becomes the most special and loved member of their family, as in a little ginger cat. So it's a lovely story and it's beautifully illustrated by Finton Tate and um, it's available to raise funds for the ISPCA via their online shop, which is at the ISPCA website. So right, have to have a, have a chat there because... nine ninety five, and it'd be the perfect present for a, a, a child under the age of 10 or 11. That's an ad. Can't, hmm? do an ad, can't do an ad. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm not advertising. I'm no. just saying it's great. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, all, all right, but anyway, we must have uh, the author in talking about cats in general. Mm, yeah, very good. she's a cat enthusiast. Right, very good. Well, the best of luck to, to her. Uh, in the meantime, mm. pet food. I believe mm. you're at a comfort because this we get more takes in pets uh, about food and dogs especially not eating their food or being mm. fussy or whatever. Yes, it's, it's a fascinating subject. I mean, it's, Food is so important for us humans as well as for animals because basically you are, and animals are, what they eat. You know, the the food goes into their body, it provides fuel to get them through the day and it provides um, the the, the nutrients they need to repair their bodies. So you are what you eat. So it's really important to get it right. And the other thing that I often think is that people worry about the cost of keeping a pet, they worry about vet's fees and whatever. But in fact, probably 90% of the cost of keeping a pet is in their food. So you have to get what you feed them right. Um, so, there's, I was at a conference in London last week where they had a they had a, um, a panel up in front of the audience to discuss um, pet nutrition, and they had a really good spectrum of people. They had somebody representing a commercial pet food company. They had somebody who sells raw food, so they they are all in favour of feeding dogs nothing but raw meat and bones. And then they had a, a professional nutritionist, that's an academic person who's learned all about pet nutrition, and they know all about the science. And they had some other folk up in the panel as well. And so there was a Base, you know, so you know, what is the right way to feed pets, and you know, what, what should people be doing? Um, and then they had these kind of handheld remote pads, so they could ask the audience, "What do you think?" And so they get really good feedback from the room about everything. So I, I felt that it was like a, a really good opportunity to thrash out some of the issues uh, about feeding pets that, that we vets have to deal with every day. Right, and and what was the conclusion? The conclusion I thought was fascinating, and that was that. Um, Basically, the bottom line is this, that if you produce commercial pet food, you're legally obliged to make sure that it's complete. You're legally obliged to make sure that it contains all the nutrients that a pet needs. And those nutrients are laid down under European um, regulations, and they've been devised by professional academic nutritionists who said, well, what do pets need to have every day? This is what they need to have every day. And they, they go into the regulations, and then pets pet food manufacturers are obliged to make sure that whatever food they sell, it meets those stipulations. Um, and so, 
So that's that's the first thing. And so if you're home cooking for your pet, so you might say, well, I'm going to just give him a little bit of what I have every day, um, then, you know, you really have to be careful because you could accidentally be creating some sort of deficiency in your pet. Um, because how do you know that what you're giving them is balanced? So... Um, Anyway, the, the, this is the academic nutritionist was saying this to, to us all. And I put up my hands and I said, well, hang on a second. Like, I design my own food, what I eat. And, you know, I don't employ a professional nutritionist to tell me what I have to have. So why is it different for pets? And um, her answer to that was fascinating because she said, well, do you know something? Um, Low-grade nutritional deficiencies are really common in human beings. And, you, you know, and... Um, bad diet is a really big issue in humans and humans really ought to be employing nutritionists <laughs> to make sure they're eating balanced diet and she said think about it how common is uh, is it that people are overweight or obese why because they eat the wrong food how common is low-grade vitamin d deficiency in our climate where there isn't so much sunshine it's really really common and sometimes the signs of minor nutrition, nutritional deficiencies are you know they're subtle enough and unless you go and get blood tests and so on you wouldn't know they're going on and so the conclusion of the nutritionist was this which is that it would probably be healthier for humans to eat dog food which has been um, is regulated to make sure that it's properly nutritionally balanced than to choose their own meals which is what most of us do Pete, thank you very much indeed <laughs> on that thought <laughs> that is uh, Pete Weatherburn our vet you can hear this broadcast again on PeteTheVet.com